Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Wake up! The fan, thanks so much for being here. We see you on the phones. We will get to you in a moment. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, executive producer. Ben Higgins, secretary of Homeland Exploration. And as usual, as usual, master of timing. The the vacation timing uh, that you've had has been... It's been staggering. When you go back and look at it. Now, this year has been very light on vacation. It has been. It's like... It's like I'm all I'm like concerned. Are we have are we gonna see you again? This is like my maybe like fourth day off this year. Yeah, no doubt. Tomorrow will be fourth and fifth days off. But as usual, your timing is superb. The the last, one of the big vacations you took was right was right when uh was it the trade deadline, Paulie? That was the twenty twenty one trade deadline. Yep. Yeah. When and you were in Washington. Looked like the Padres were going to get Max Scherzer. Yes. And then got ripped away, and the Dodgers ended up getting Scherzer and Turner, and I was in Washington with the family. And now we are maybe on the. Well, so I thought I learned my lesson from 2021. I actually planned this one. Yes, I, you did. I waited until I knew the Padres were not 
not going to be in the World Series. Uh, and once that happened, I thought, okay, if I go on that Thursday and Friday, I'll miss, like, Woods can preview game one of the World Series. But I'll be around for the NLCS and ALCS. Yeah. And everything that happens at the end of the Padres season will be well over because we'll be three weeks after. So there won't be any... Any breaking news. Nothing happens during the World Series. They don't want any announcements. Yeah, so nothing major. Nothing major should happen. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll come back and, you know, we'll talk World Series and then get into the real off-season stuff. So I thought I learned my lesson yep. by planning on these two days in particular. It was actually, it was a pretty big thought process I had involved. Like, okay, these should be really two innocuous days to be missing because I I'll, if if the, I actually thought it myself, if the NLCS goes to a Game 7, I will be there Wednesday morning to talk about Game 7. And then the I can leave. And then I'll leave. And yeah. I'll go, and there won't be anything happening in the next couple of days. But, of course, Bob Melvin leaves, and now a new managerial search begins for the Padres. Now, in my defense, Bob Melvin's gone. I'm here. It's not going to change tomorrow. He'll still be gone tomorrow. He I, will still be gone. I don't think the Padres are going to hire a manager in the next two days. Could they interview Bob Melvin for the potential opening Ooh, that, that they have? So that if they steal Bob <laughs> Melvin away from the Giants, ask permission of the Giants to interview Bob Melvin, that would be three-dimensional chess right there. It's incredible. Incredible. Well... I'm glad you're going. I feel like we're still going to have a ton to talk about. So you I'm, not, You'll be I'm not too worried about it at yeah. all. Um, I hope you have a great time. You're off to Arizona. Yeah. Scottsdale. Scottsdale. To play with well, Scott. Home. With my friend Scott. His own Dale. His own Dale. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never actually stayed in Scottsdale. I've gone to Arizona many times. Always on the west side for spring training. Peoria, Glendale area. Nice. I've stayed downtown a couple of times not going so nice. to Chase Field <laughs> no. for... A game. Do you um, like Hooters out there? Because there's yeah, a Hooters downtown down there doesn't, you can doesn't go do to. much. I've I've gone through Scottsdale a couple of times. It's fantastic. It Places seems like near the end of the Tony Moore Resort area. It's fantastic. Arizona for sure. You need to go out and rage one night. You need to. Now you my buddy's it. not a rager. As Make opposed him, to you. As opposed to you. As opposed to me. <laughs> I would. You guys know me. I would, but he's just not into it. He's not into it at all. Yeah, uh, Shelly suggested you got to go to this place called TT's Roadhouse. It's great. It's a motorcycle dive bar. And I'm going. Please go there. I'm not going to a motorcycle if dive buy, bar on a golf meal, trip. Howdy, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> you guys walk in in your Callaway hats and stuff after a if khakis you, and golf shirts. If you shirts, go yeah. and live stream it, I will pay for your dinner. TT. What's it? TT. TT's Roadhouse. Yeah. I need you at a TT's Roadhouse. <laughs> also a place called Bottled Blonde, which is an absolute S show uh, in the best way. So there's a lot to do yeah. out there. We'll have fun. Um, you know, you're going to the the you know the the city of the World Series. Uh, yeah, appearing. my buddy said, you know, if the uh, if it had broken a different way, we might have had to go gone to a game no in the doubt. World Series because there'll be games one and two are in Texas though. Yep. on Friday and Saturday. Otherwise, we'd be in Arizona. So we'll be there when everyone's cheering. That'd be fun. Uh, you go watch out the and game watch on TV. The game. Yeah, yeah, that's really sure. cool. So we'll definitely watch some some baseball there. Uh, one of those evenings uh, as as they go. Well, so. Safe travels. Thank you. Safe travels. Let's Not leaving to... now, though. I'm staying no, no. until yeah. the end of the show. Let's get to, to some phone calls. All right, let's go out to the phone lines. 833-288-0973. Waiting for the press conference. You've already had the official announcement by the Giants, though, that Bob Melvin has been hired. Let's go to Aaron. Hanging on here with Ben and Woods. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Good, Good man. buddy. Where are you at right now, my Good. friend? How are you feeling? Uh, 
you know, I can't help but think this is a sad day for the Padres organization. Um, very reminiscent of the, and I hope it's not to the extent of the Bruce Bochy situation, right. but from an out, outsider's perspective, uh, it, it reeks of uh, a GM that views every contribution and any line of changes to, to Bob Melvin wanting to, to make um, as an indictment on those contracts he's issued out. And from my perspective, without any insights, um, I, I felt from the get-go Bob Melvin was kind of hindered in any decisions he could make within this lineup and, and, and even bullpen decisions. But even bigger than that, my, my concern, and thankfully Adam Jones kind of put me, put these concerns at ease, but some of these big contracts that we have, how can you realistically expect with all the, the managers we've gone through under Preller's tenure, how can you reasonably expect them to respect any incoming manager um, knowing that really the one calling the shots is the one that issued them, them the, the contracts they've earned, which is A.J. Preller. And, that's, good and point. that's the biggest concern that I have. For you, I want to ask you this, and um, I've, I've come around on this way of thinking. Um, I Again, as a big Bob Melvin fan, again, when when people hear us standing for Bob Melvin, I'll, you know the reason why. When they made the hire, I made 40 phone calls, sent 30 texts, right, to every person I knew. And because I'll, I'll be honest with you, the initial thought was, oh, badass. Like, but it was also like, ah, it's Bob Melvin. Like, oh, Bob Melvin from the D-backs, from the A's, you know, whatever. Then the reports started funneling in, and I, I sat there with my mouth agape going, really? Struck gold. What? Wow. The more people that covered him, played for him, played with him, played against him, that wrote me back and told me, dude, you're getting a gem. This guy's amazing. And I'm like, I'm sold. Now I'm very excited. So I want to ask, uh, is the caller still on the line? Yep. What's his name? Aaron. So Aaron. is it yep. for you... I've come around to this way of thinking of now I'm just pissed that a manager, another manager is gone. Bob Melvin is going to be in San Francisco. It is what it is. We ride with the next guy because that's what we do. But organizationally, it that's what bums me out the most today. Just a bad look, essentially. Yeah, I, I can't help but think that uh, Bob Melvin, when you look at the players he worked with in the A's, it was grinders, it was players with chips on their shoulder and it made me excited for the potential of what he could do with actually a, a payroll to work with yeah. or a, a talented roster to work with and so for me I, I'm more sad about the fact that we didn't get to really see that come to fruition because in his first year we made it further than we've made in the past two decades yep. uh, in the playoffs and I don't think that we ever got to really see what Bob Melvin could do with a, a, a real sir, and, and granted, this year wasn't what we thought it was going to be. But at the same time, I still feel like there was some unfinished business that we could have we could have seen with with Bob Melvin leading this team. Yeah, no doubt, Aaron. It's a good call, great call, um, buddy. I, you know, he brought up the point. So whoever you bring in, you have that danger of you know the players going. All right, am I really playing for this manager, or am I still playing for the front office for AJ Preller, and? That is absolutely a legitimate, I think, concern. Now, a player should want to play for whoever. It doesn't really matter. You're playing for yourself at the very least and trying to go out there and you know, do the best job you can to put the best numbers up you can. To me, you, it makes you want to hire, like when you look at the internal candidates, 
Mike Schilt at least has the experience of having managed the St. Louis Cardinals. You know, fairly strong-willed personality from what we've been led to believe, you know, from his time with the Cardinals. In fact, some said his management style bordered on abrasive at times, and that was one of the reasons why he didn't work out in St. Louis. Imagine that. He may have he may have softened a little bit in the last couple of years and, and learned some lessons, but you'd feel Mike Schilt would come in and immediately command a little more respect, whereas a guy like Ryan Flaherty, 37 years old, you would question that. But at the same time... We know Manny is a huge fan of Ryan Flaherty, and if you got one that one big guy already in your corner, that's a great way to start in terms of you know winning over a clubhouse. So I can't dismiss the idea of someone like Ryan Flaherty as well. Uh, what, what do you think, Woods? I, I, mean, I, I mean, if those are my options, I want Mike Schilt. I mean, I just that's just how I feel. Um, Schilt, yeah, Schilt, yeah, man, no bullshit. That was close. That scared me. <laughs> that was tough to do. Uh, I, if that, if those are my options, I, I want a guy with experience. I want a guy that you know that I've heard some good things about. Uh, certainly, I, I, that the the post game speech I loved uh, when he was you know after they they beat somebody I can't remember they started some s and we finished it and f them and we're gonna f them up. What I love about this series is we played the game hard. We played the game right. They started to we finished the. That's more times than Bob Melvin cursed in the last two years, I think. I believe they lost the next series, by the way. Oh, so yeah. you that, know that is, we know about. It is it is <laughs> yeah, that we know about. Yeah, it is what it is, that but was, uh streamed by that, that was the Rosarena. Randy Rosarena, yeah. yeah. I I I I think that that's a, a better fit for st- stability, maybe, than than a Ryan Flaherty. Um, Is there any such thing as stability right now with this team, though? Because if the Padres have another disappointing season, he's gone. Yeah. Like, there's no, he's not coming back in 25. Yeah, if they win 75 games or 80 games, or like... There's no stability here. There's, expectations there's, are... Uh, they're a mother. They are... A challenge, to be sure. I mean, do they like you have to give him like a three-year deal, right? I, I mean, I, I said yesterday. I think you start at two, just because of the uncertainty, and maybe you have a little more leverage. You in start at two. That's basically negotiation. That's basically one. Because you're not going to go into a season right. with just one year right. remaining. It's two years, three is two. Yeah, three is two, two, two is, two is one. one. You know, that's that's how it works. Yeah, so I, I'm 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 more uh, in favor of that. Than than uh, Ryan Flaherty, I don't I don't dislike Ryan Flaherty at all. I, I've heard great things about him as well from Adam Jones, Manny Machado, as you said, loves him. Um, you know, young guy, smart guy, knows the game. You know, a lot of people say manager and training, but I, I I've seen this story play out here before, and um, I just feel like if it started going bad for him. I think that would be really tough. Do we think AJ Preller is actually the one picking the manager? Because you can certainly argue that Bob Melvin wasn't necessarily AJ's choice. Apparently, it ain't Peter Seidler. Keeping Bob Melvin wasn't necessarily AJ's choice when this offseason began. What? Why is that, that came na- from? That yeah. came from Peter Seidler. Hold on, though. Why is the narrative that Peter is hiring the managers, but AJ's not? Like, why is the narrative that Bob Melvin was Peter's guy and not A.J. Preller's guy? Bob Melvin should be every general manager's on his target board. 
So why? What's where did that narrative come from? Did we ever hear? It's been reported that you know Peter after the collapse of twenty one. Yeah, after, yeah, he said, after I the want collapse of twenty one, he wanted an experienced manager. He at least wanted something diff, different than Jay Stingler and Andy Green. He's great, and and you know AJ may have pulled off a, a minor miracle. To remember what AJ said at the initial Bob Melvin press conference. He asked the A's, and their initial reaction was, no way we're letting you take Bob Melvin, but he kind of kept going and kept pressing and eventually talked them into it to, to let him interview Bob and hire him away. So that's all on Peter Seidler's but, orders. But, perhaps you know, there was certainly some sort of guidance given. Like, we're, we don't want to go down that same road again sure. with an inexperienced, untested manager. Right. I mean, will there will there be guidance again from above as to what kind of manager they're going to hire this time? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. The the report in there about Peter not talking to anybody for the last month or so just made me made me incredibly the sad. Quote and, was key members of the organization, right? Like I'm sure there's plenty of people that he hasn't talked to over the last month sure. or so. But key members to me that says AJ Preller, that says Eric Grubner. That we says, don't we don't know. We don't we we don't know it. We don't know. We know his, his level of involvement is certainly. Gone down. We just don't know about how much since his medical procedure. Sure, and I, yeah. I. That's the the main thing I took away from that was I hope he gets better soon, and I hope that his family is doing okay, because at the end of the day, as much as we love this baseball team, we don't love it as much as Peter Seidler does. <laughs> you know, like we we put our hard earned money down too. We don't put as much hard earned <laughs> money down as he does, but I just hope that his health is okay. It does feel. In my mind, at least, it's all kind of a little bit secondary. He does call some shots. He does make some decisions and some suggestions. If he's not able to do that right now, that's that's concerning. Uh, but mostly for his family and his kids and things like that. That's that's really what it boils down to. So that's that's my take on it. Um, but I I think it's probably going to be one of those two guys, and and I would imagine it would happen fairly soon by by Monday at least, right? You got to get this thing going. I I don't think so. I think you can wait until the World Series is over. Oh there, yeah, that's true. There will be other teams that don't have managers at the end of the World Series. You're yeah. not you're not behind the eight ball. Bob Melvin wasn't hired until early November, late mid mid November, even when they had the press conference, I believe, a couple of years ago. So. That's- We'll That's see. Fair. They're going to interview. They were going to want to interview some people outside the organization, right? I mean, why wouldn't you take that opportunity to talk to some people? AJ likes doing that. He brings in. He brought in a lot of people last time before hiring Bob Melvin. Brought in Mike Schilt last time before hiring Bob Melvin. All right, we uh, we're going to take a timeout. We can get back out to the phone lines. Get more of your thoughts on the Bob Melvin departure. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. This hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Let's check traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Couple other baseball notes, not just Padres. The Boston Red Sox have a new head of baseball operations, and if you are a longtime Padres fan, the name will sound at least somewhat familiar on the back of your mind. A uh, guy from uh, the bullpen way back in the day, Craig Breslow, yes, is going to be the new head of baseball operations for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, he was working for the Chicago Cubs. He had the he had the great title of assistant GM and vice president of pitching. I like that with the Chicago Cubs, and uh, I think he's a Yaley. Uh, he's a, he's another Ivy Leaguer. I mean, hey, Chris Young is having success as an Ivy Leaguer. Is the general manager of the Rangers? So you know it's a copycat league. So they're going to start hiring all the Ivy Leaguers. Of course, AJ Preller's an Ivy Leaguer as well. Also a Princeton guy, right? Cornell. Cornell, that's right, Cornell. But he is an Ivy Leaguer, so uh, he's not the only one out there. They can't all have success. That's the thing about baseball. Only one team can truly have the ultimate success every single season. And not every other of the 29 teams is an utter failure every single year. Like us, you mean? Well, the Phillies, (laughs) for instance, they lost in the NLCS. I don't think they have cultural problems. I don't think they have massive organizational problems. They just lost baseball game. Yeah, two of them in a row. Yeah, and That's a good that point. that happens. And sometimes you you don't want to overreact. You got to look at the regular season, look at the overall. I mean, you know, there were parts of the regular season the Phillies weren't perfect this year. Actually, Josh Hader is a Philly next year. Josh Hader is if Josh Hader's a Philly, they're in the World Series. Period. The end. Instead of Craig Kimbrell. Was he uh, was he available to pitch, though? Good point. They they did have a <laughs> when lead. When they needed him. Yeah, they did. It would have been 5-2 or something. Yeah, I think he would have been available. It would have been a perfect scenario for him. So, if he's a Philly... Yeah, but wasn't it the... Was it wasn't the it the eighth? eighth inning that they came back? Yeah, it could be. You might not have brought in they, Hater in the eighth. They were saving Alvarado, I believe. Uh, but, I, I you know, if you're Dave Dombrowski, you're like, oh, he's available? This guy let us down. Easy fix, right? Go right after Josh Hader. Fits right in. I mean, he he looks like a Philly, right? Hair, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, like he's a perfect Philly. So uh, that be know, a move. That I, if I was a Philly fan, that's what I'd be asking I, for. I already heard some hot takes. Yeah, Bryce Harper overhyped. He didn't come through. You know, when they needed him the most the last couple of days, he didn't come through. All right, let's. I think it was probably a little overhyped how clutch he was before. And Doesn't now take away from. 
And now it's you not the new World Series a year ago. You can't you can't just overreact the other way and go. Well, uh, we thought he was clutch, but he's not anymore. I hate fans it's, sometimes. It's, I, it's, myself it included. Myself, it doesn't work. Included. Um, I, let's play that audio real quick before we go to break. I I pulled some, well, I probably pulled some audio of Nick Castellanos last night. Who I mean, he disappeared. You know, he was he was clutch, two, hitting two bombs a game and um, doing his thing and and leading the the, the squad and. Just disappeared, man, in this series, and had a, another rough, rough night last night. And uh, I thought this was he had a home run in game four, I believe, and yeah. then he went over after that. I, I think this is one of the more thoughtful answers after a really tough, tough two games. It's a frustrating way for the season to end because you guys were up to nothing. Because you guys had the last two games. I think just because the potential of this team is so much greater than going home before the World Series. You know, last year when we lost game six, I think obviously we're disappointed because we didn't win the whole thing, but there's a lot of there was a lot of like, all right, well we got here, you know, like now now we can build off of that. So knowing how we feel about this team and we came up short uh, from what we did the year previous, I mean, it's a disgusting feeling, honestly. Do you feel like that fourth inning was, was the chance for you guys to really kind of take control of this game? 2-1, sort of one out, you guys can tackle in there. Uh, I think it was what? It was first and third, and I was up with one out, and then Marsh walked to make it bases loaded. Right, right, right. For sure. And I had a terrible at-bat. Me wanting too much to get the runner in instead of just, uh, just doing... Uh, Seeing what the pitcher was going to give me first, and that's on me. For you, and you, you know, a week ago you were as hot as could be, and then it just seemed like it, it turned on a dime. Did it feel like that way for you, where you, you just feel like you could hit anything, and then all of a sudden just couldn't couldn't buy a hit? I think that I felt great until going to Arizona, and then once I went to Arizona, like I just felt like I was grinding to see the ball, to see the pitches, and it's terrible, man. It's a terrible feeling. Uh, to just feel like you're locked in and be in a zone like that and then have it fade away at the wrong time. Sounds Love like that, my golf man. game sometimes. Same, you're, yeah. like, you're locked in, and then where did it go? Yeah. You didn't do anything differently. I thought what he said was so interesting, though, about because all season long, one of the criticisms you heard about the Padres was, why, why won't they just do what it takes, get that run in? You know, stop swinging for the fences. Stop, you know, you got to get that run in from third. Well, Nick Castellanos just said, "Yeah, I, I tried so hard to just get that run in when I should have just been trying to hit the ball hard and just trying to see what the, you know, see see what the pitch was yep. coming. And I was so worried about doing the right thing for the team, yeah. it actually caused me to fail. The weird thing is the playoffs make you do weird stuff. We've said it before. I, you have a, a, a player in Trey Turner that comes up after a leadoff double and tries to bunt Kyle Schwarber over to third. I almost died. I mean, you know how I feel about bunting anyway. <laughs> uh, you know how I really feel about bunting if you're Trey Turner. I, I get it, but I also see the argument. I, we're down one. We're in a playoff game. We go home if we lose. We get that guy to third with less than two outs. Bryce Harper then him. gets walked. When they hit into a double play, we just gave up an I out. I know what you're saying. It's moronic. You're an excellent hitter. You're one of the best. Hit the ball. Why are you playing for one run? You're the Philadelphia Phillies. Why are you playing a game that's not your game? If the if you're a running football team and all of a sudden one Saturday you come out, let's sling it around the field. But, like you're going to get your ass kicked. But that kicked. is the danger for the Phillies and for the Padres and teams that are constructed around some sluggers. 
Sluggers are great. Live and die with it. That's but, your brand. It got you that it's, far. It's very hard. So dumb. It's dude. very hard to live for an entire month on the home run. You know, over the whole over a whole season. Does it, if, it if doesn't got have guys, to be a home run. How about a double? You're how, okay. You're Trey Turner. Instead of giving up and out there and playing for one run, you're Trey Turner. Hit. You hit away. And what if you hit a double? Well, now you have another man in scoring position, and you've driven in the tying run. And now you're in scoring position for Bryce Harper, who will be walked for Alec Boehm. Like, My point is, though, when, when your guys are going and you've got power hitters like they do and they're all locked in, you're unbeatable. You are unbeatable. When the Padres, what was the stat? It was... You know, when two of the big four hit home runs, Padres had like a 900 winning percentage this year. They are unbeatable when you have guys like that and they deliver. You can't be beaten. But no one delivers all the time. It doesn't have to be a home run. But don't give up an out or try to give up an out, especially when you're Trey Turner. I understand. I don't don't disagree with that. By that logic, it would be, well... Barry Bonds isn't going to hit a home run every time. He should drop one down. If Barry Bonds ever bunted, they should. He should leave the game of baseball. Trey Turner's not Barry Bonds, but you know what I'm saying. Like Tony Gwynn should have never bunted. Why? Because Tony Gwynn could hit a single. Trey Turner's a really good hitter. You don't play for one run there. You, you, there are really good hitters who will go up, and for whatever reason, they'll think. I do not see this guy well. Whatever you know, they, they look at a pitcher and they what go, "What can I do to help I'm the not, team?" I'm not seeing it. I don't feel confident against this guy. But hey, what? I'm really fast. I could lay down a bunt. This is a good chance I'll get a base hit here. And if I, if not, we you still know get what the else is a good chance that you're going to get a base hit because you're a great effing hitter. That's also a really good chance. Why are we doing this? Why do you change who you are in because it's a game seven? Play those are the teams that win World Series. The teams that go, we're going to play our style of baseball. That's not Phillies baseball. Trey Turner drop, trying to drop one down. That's not Phillies baseball. Diamondbacks played their brand. They played their brand of baseball, finally. More so More in the so last than couple they of games yeah. than they did early in the series. Corbin you got back Carroll, to the stolen bases. Getting on, yeah. you know, creating havoc, getting picked off and still stealing. Play play with what got you there. It's like us. We're, I'm, we're not going to come in here tomorrow and I'm going like, to talk NBA for three hours. I'd sound like a moron. Like, stick to your strengths. Stick to what you're good at. Don't change your game for to play for one run. I couldn't believe it. All right, let's get back to the phones when we come back. You've got thoughts on the Padres, 833-288-0973. Going until 10 o'clock this morning, Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Get back out to the phone lines, 833-288-0973. The managerial search officially starts today. Correct. Unofficially. Has has been going on for a while. No doubt. And it may have taken on more urgency in the last couple of days, but it was something that was being discussed even late in the season at Petco Park, from what I understand. Hey, if if Bob is gone, if we make that decision... Who could we possibly think about bringing in? I, I, I bet most general managers will spend at least some time every couple of weeks at least thinking about the idea of, I mean, you got to be prepared. I often you know, what think if, what of if Bob who my Melvin next decides he wants is. to. What, often. Do you? Often. Yeah. What if Bob Melvin decides to retire? What if Ben says, I am, I'm out. I can't I'm do out. it. I can't do this anymore. You're making me crazy. Woods, you're going to have to pick a new partner. They they think about these things, contingency plans. You have to be somewhat prepared, and I'm sure that that AJ Preller has a has a list either written down in a file on his phone or just in his head of people that you know on on the rise in Major League Baseball, experienced guys who he thinks uh, he likes the cut of their jibs, and you know has a list of guys that he wants to contact to interview for this job. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, it's it's going to be an interesting move, whoever it is. Um, you know, if it's Ryan Flaherty, that's going to have its own. It's going to have its own uh, issues. If it's Mike Schilt, I think that'll have its own issues. And and you know, already started doing the the background on on a couple of these guys. You don't love everything you've heard, but you don't. You know, it. it, it, it it's rare that you have as perfect of a pick as Bob Melvin correct. was a that's, couple of years ago. That's the point that I like. I don't know why I don't like I don't know why people don't understand that this isn't just a gut feeling of like no well they're on the flagship they have to support Bob Melvin it's not the case at all that was the it was the response I, I will be the, less enthusiastic about whoever they correct. hire than I was about Bob Melvin it was the it was the one hundred percent thing that's it it was one hundred percent and it wasn't just. Oh no, good good dude. Yeah, good guy, good baseball guy. It was oh my god. Oh my god. And you know, the results on the field at times were underwhelming, and I think he deserves a, a share of the blame for that. Then again, you know, if history is any indicator, the tumultuous nature of this organization as evidenced in the piece yesterday from Dennis Land as evidenced by the text I got yesterday about a terrible culture that AJ is unable to fix, and as the president of baseball operations, it's part of the gig. That's a that's a huge, huge problem. And now you've run out, or he left of his own accord, whatever it is. The guy with the hundred percent report card, the four from 
Everybody else. And I, I I was telling people, give me the real dirt. Like, give me give me anything you... What don't I know? What don't I know that I can't well, read and, in The Athletic? And while the safest choice here is almost certainly Mike Schultz. Sure. You can, he's a manager of the year. He went to the playoffs all three of his seasons with the Cardinals. He's worked closely with players, including Fernando Tatis Jr. He knows the organization. He knows A.J. Preller. There's a lot of things that make Mike Schilt the easy and obvious choice, but he also comes with way more question marks than Bob Melvin did. Why did they fire him after three seasons of making the playoffs in a row in St. Louis? Why has no one approached him for an interview since? Shouldn't that be concerning? (laughs) What are these reports about an abrasive managerial style? Is that something that he's been able to adjust? I'll defend that. I mean, it's fine to be abrasive at times. You would defend that. <laughs> uh, we're going to get back out to the phone lines. Uh, your call is coming up right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fam. All right, let's go out to the phone lines. 833-288-0973. Kelly, you are next up with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fam. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So I almost hung up because I was like, you went way away from what, but you're back. We're you're back. back to where we're I back. was. I'm going to give you my, I, I'm at work. So now I'm going to get off the phone and I'm going to give you my three in my humble opinion and then get off and you can talk about it. Love it. Because, According to the what I just looked up on the net, all the we're going to lose half the season ticket holders, with my opinion, so we'll see. Number one, Bob is a great man. And how cool, if we have to give him up, we're giving him up to the Giants. This is where the man dreams to retire. I mean, you just get to, we get to have one more game and say, bye, Bob, we love you, you were great, no matter what happened, we know you did your best. That's, I think a lot of fans feel that way. Maybe I'm wrong. So, yay, I'm excited for Bob. Um, I don't blame him for after everything everyone said about him and is it his problem, whatever. Get out, get fresh, and be where you want to be. So go Giants. Yeah, there are rivals, but good for him. And we get to say goodbye. So that's awesome. Two, Schiltz from every – and I don't know Schiltz. I know Flaherty. I don't really um, see Schiltz that much. I guess I just didn't yeah. notice. Right, it sounds like but, you do know your Schiltz. Kelly. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. He's going <laughs> on vacation from what tomorrow. You guys so. are saying, from what you guys are saying, this is um, like some of the people that have come and gone last year that just were a little more in your face, and that's not Padre style. This is very much a park that you can take your kids to. That I, I love when I see all the parents with their kids, and we don't want some guy that's more aggressive, and maybe he's going to intimidate the umps and the other coaches, but... <laughs> I don't think we want that in San Diego. Sure. Flaherty, we know. Yes, everybody's going to walk all over him. But they're going to do that anyway. That's why Bob's <laughs> leaving. If the players like him and, and AJ can walk all over him and he's just our front man and, and we have so many strong personalities, let's maybe let the GM just keep everybody happy. And I think he would play that role well. And he's young. And maybe we can keep all these long contracts with a GM that's not going to go anywhere. Okay, that's it. Those are my three points. You guys take it. Thank Kelly's you. a nice fan. You're you a know, very nice are, fan. You're, you're, there are more nice fans out there than I think we really even imagine because we host Sports Talk Radio, and well, there's a lot of the not nice fans that we get to interact with on social media every day. And, who call? I'd love to hear Kelly representing the nicer, sweet angel element of Padres fans. It's how my wife. You're used, always going to have wife, a good time at the ballpark, no yeah. matter what. 
it's okay. You know what? I want to. I want to like the guys. I want to like the manager. I just want to be able to support them and have a good time. And I think there's a, a surprising number of people who do feel that way. My wife used to be that way when I first started with you guys. She was that way. Let's be nice to Chris Paddock and see what happens. Now she's like, "Beat it! Get off our team! If you can't win, get the f out!" Like she's 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 me. She's I mean, me. nice was in the rage this year when the Phillies were all sure. nice to Trey Turner. Maybe they were too nice though in the last two games, and they needed to be a little harder on the Phillies. I have no idea, but. I appreciate Kelly's perspective on that. I don't I don't think that a manager who is too aggressive, who is fighting too hard, who's yelling at umpires, is ever necessarily gonna be a bad thing for I your team. I think that we should just go managerless. <laughs> just let these dudes do right, you guys know so much. Go ahead. Be a heck of an experiment. Would be it? incredible. You want to think outside the box, try that. Pre-game meeting every day yeah. to vote on the I got the lineup. I got the lineup. We do a vote. <laughs> Guys are fighting in the like, bullpen. I'm we going. do the daily did Like, we rotate the daily did They can ro- rotate the lineup. Could it be any worse than it's been, for the love of God, <laughs> over the last nine years? Could it be any worse? Really? Try it. What's Pull a guy out of the state. Do a contest. Draw out of a hat like Willy Wonka. The golden <laughs> ticket. Oh, my God, I'm the Padres manager this year. What did you do? Does Peter Seidler have, like, an 11-year-old nephew, like Little Big little League, Bigley. who can come and manage the club? <laughs> Give Great it to Bo. Movie. Let Bo do it. <laughs> I, I'm Whatever. Like Bo, honestly. I mean, kid plays harder than anybody on that team. Wouldn't the players play hard for, for Bo? For a little kid? <laughs> I mean, it would be so bad if you didn't play hard for the little kid. For a little like, kid. Like you went and said, I don't respect this manager. He's Where did you hit Coach Walter? Nuts. Where? Nuts. <laughs> I mean, you just yeah. you look terrible if you're if you like show up. Your manager is like, he's a kid. Come on. His bedtime is like six thirty. Well, so that's going to be tough. A lot of day games. A lot of day Where did you kick Doug Eddings? Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. Good Doug for you. Suspended. He Big told time. me yesterday we were watching the game and he go there was something with an umpire and. I go, man, I can't wait to get run out of one of your Little League games. He goes, I know, I can't wait. He so <laughs> wants me to yell at an umpire. He's five years old. <laughs> when you do he's, that in Little League, they don't even let you back I anymore. Know, you, can't, you can't do that he's, anymore. He's so excited. He's like, oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Maybe they need a spooky manager. Have please you tried that no, one out, Woods? Please, Maybe. no. Please don't. Let's go do to uh, Jody. You're next <laughs> up. Can we just... I see Adam is in our YouTube chat. Adam Klug? Adam Klug. What is he so doing? The views of Kelly do not represent those of Ben and Woods or 97.3. <laughs> That's right. Nice fans. We need nice fans out there. Jody, you are next up with Ben and Woods on 97.3. The fan. Good morning, Jody. Hi. I'm just wondering what you guys think the advantage is um, to have Bob uh, go to a division rival to the Giants. Like, How much of an advantage is that against us now? Um, with him knowing our strengths and weaknesses, maybe on a level that isn't, you know, doesn't show just in statistics. Like, sure, no. What it, kind of a what kind of advantage is that now? It's not football. I mean, I, but you know, there's certainly going to be a couple of moments where he can tell a reliever, "All right, you got Jake Cronenworth coming up, and you know, here's how I think you can most effectively pitch him." Now, but every team has that. About every, every team player. has that scouting report. Yeah. Every yeah. team has ex staffers from other teams. They are all over the place. That no players that have coached with players that can give that sort of inside info, and it will diminish pretty quickly as you know rosters change and you know players evolve. 
you know, the same player that Jake Cronenworth was last season. He may have entirely different tendencies next season. So I think it's a fairly minimal advantage It'll for Bob ultimately Melvin. Ultimately, come down to the players on the field, well, here, the Giants and the Padres. I mean, it helps. It helps with things like free agency. It helps with you know, Bob Melvin has has got the year of a thousand big league, right? Like, I think there's a lot of players in baseball. Matt Olson can text Bob Melvin today. And say, hey, I've got a question about this. And he'll go, no, this guy sucks and don't work for that guy or don't hire that guy. or Like, that kind of stuff goes on yeah, let, with let, every organization. Let's say, let's say uh, the Padres and Giants were both in for Shohei Otani. Yeah. Now, he's going to go on visits to both places. Right. And he might like a lot what he, uh, he sees about San Diego and the Padres. When he goes up and visits with the Giants, they'll have Bob Melvin say, Bad things about the Padres. Of like, here's what you probably don't know about San Diego and why we'd be a better choice. Now, Padres probably have someone who could say that about, I heard this about San Francisco and I heard this about Farhan Zaidi. Sure. So it's not only yeah. going to happen from the Giants to the Padres going forward. You got to, you got to, we, you know, wade through and, and make your own, you know, it's got to be the best situation for the player. Also, guess what? Whoever offers the most money more than likely is going to get that, that deal done. So, Absolutely. So, yeah, it's not really going to yeah. matter. So, yes, there is an effect. I think it's fairly minimal. You know, I don't think Boach won three World Series because he knew the ins and outs of the Padres no. in the 2010s. That that wasn't why he went. He went. He had Buster Posey. He had Madison Bumgarner, Tim Lincecum. He had some great players. Yeah. Uh, you know, during those years and had a little luck, good fortune in the postseason. Remember, he won those three World Series. They also had missed the playoffs the other two years. <laughs> you have to have things go right to have, you know, a World Series champion. It's kind of how I thought it would be here, you know, make the NLCS. Miss Down season, this season, you know, get back together, revamp. We were told that that's everyone was excited. That's the word that I heard. Oh, we're excited. So excited that he's now the manager of the Giants. <laughs> so, like, that's a high level of excitement. You can be excited about more than one thing. Yeah, I guess. I guess, I guess you could. I'm excited about the Padres next season, but I'm even more excited now about my new job with the Giants. Miguel wants to know, why is no one talking about these candidates? Buck Showalter, Don Mattingly, Joe Girardi, and Phil Nevin. We did talk about Buck and Don. Uh, Joe Girardi, don't know that he's the right fit. Phil Nevin may... I wouldn't be stunned if Phil to get got a phone an interview call. and yeah. a phone call, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um. You know, I still think the likelihood is that it's an internal candidate, but they will look at some options. Uh, we will come back. We got a round of reports, some headlines, more of your calls next year on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.